live from our respective apartments. It's the finale of Just Meaningful Plastic Season 9. Here are your hosts and judges, Kitty Coyote Narber and Chris Tarkham Goodman. Woo, Chris, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. It's season nine finale time, folks. We've got an unlearned dance, we've got a mega mix, we've got a freestyle, and we have a repeat dance. We have so many dances, and most importantly, we have a blessed end to season nine. <laughs> feel about the finale because you do seem a little over it is it is it just because of the result or how did you like it's the result and the fact that she gets screwed uh the fact that the finale is okay yeah it's probably a better finale than i'm willing to give it credit for like the dances Uh are higher quality than i'm but i've just been over season nine and to end with a production choice that is bad and i mean it's not a big enough scoring get that donnie still maybe could have overcome two points for sure but by the the same token there's part of me that wonders were those two points consequential? We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll definitely have a lot to discuss. I would say I think, um, given Donnie's stumble in the semifinal, I did think the finale was quite good. I thought the levels of dancing out of everyone was pretty high. Um, yeah. So, like, I think it was a good finale. Um, but I, I do agree with a lot of your comments. I... I think it was hard for me to consider it a good finale because I just didn't care by that point. Mm-hmm. And so it was too little too late. But yeah. I I just did... Season nine is not a good season. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a season I'll look back on fondly. So she's over it. Yeah, it's hard for me because, like, it did give me Kelly Osborne and she is the light of my life. So, like, mm-hmm. I will always look back on season nine with a mild fondness because it gave me Kelly. But, like, it gave me Maya. Yeah. And I, I will never be mad about having Kelly in my life. So, I'll never be. I mean, I'm mad for Maya, but I won't yeah. be mad about Maya. And it's so interesting, too, because, like, Kelly's dances were not great, but she, her personality just won me over. Well, we'll we'll talk about Kelly Osbourne. Yeah. Because there's things to talk about with her in the finale. I mean, do we want to just talk about her now? (laughs) Well, theoretically, because of that mega mix, Katie and I are going to discuss these round by round, and that's what we're going to do, right? Right. You can't switch things up on me, girl. Kelly is first in the first round. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I just so thought I just, you... I just thought we would start talking about the first round. I just, I usually just assume that you're not doing segues because you're bad at them. <laughs> the best segue I have literally ever done on this show, and you're just like, 
pooping all over it. Katie, it was too little too late for your segue. It was a good segue. I'm proud of it. You did You did a good job. They're good dogs, Brant. What the hell is that from? It, it's a we... It's a We Rate Dogs tweet. Oh. And I quote it. I have them all committed to memory, unfortunately. I, I, well, I mean, that's, like, the famous one. I, I have that one. I quote that on the reg, and nobody ever, I just get weird looks. Because I want to say this guy named Brent or something replied to one of their tweets where it was, oh, 11 out of 10 for this dog, because that's what yeah. they do. And... He, like, said, like, oh, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And the response, and again, his name was definitely Brent or something. And it's just, they're good dogs, Brant. (laughs) And it lives rent-free in my mind. What lives rent-free in my mind right now? Ah, Summer House. A a Bravo show that's new to me. I'm obsessed. The only thing I care about right now. Do they live in a house over the summer? Yep. And that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. I mean, (laughs) immediate disdain in your voice. They are, they live in New York City and they go out to the Hamptons every weekend. So they like rent a house with like all of their pals. And then they're all like getting drunk, going out, hooking up. It's. So it's just like Fire Island weekends or P-Town or that, but straight people. Yeah. Okay. And I love it. Do you watch Below Deck? Um, I have watched plenty of episodes. I have never sat down to, like, watch from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. I saw one of the Best Picture nominees last night. I am now at 9 out of 10. Good job. Uh, I saw Triangle of Sadness. Uh And that movie, the middle portion of the movie, is all about, like, a luxury yacht. Mm-hmm. And rich people, and uh, Woody Harrelson plays a Marxist, <laughs> the Marxist captain mm-hmm. of this luxury cruise liner. And all I could think was, is this what Below Deck is, but without the class satire? <laughs> <laughs> Below Deck is a f- like very entertaining show, but it is not every time. I go to Bravo and it's on. I go, oh, why Below Deck? Like, enough. I don't want to watch Below Deck. I want to watch Housewives. And I'll throw it on. And every episode, I end up so engrossed. And I am like, oh, my God. Hannah should not be with with dealing with the, oh, my God, Captain Sandy or whatever her name is. Captain Sandy is such a little bitch. She's so mean to everyone. She treats everyone so poorly. She's a delusional captain. Every episode. I get tied in or sucked in. So that's a little bit about me. Speaking of getting sucked in, let's talk about how Kelly Osbourne has taken over your life. She. How was that segue? (laughs) Looked so pretty at the finale. When they first show her, all I can think is like, she is beaming. She looks so good. In the first round, all of the contestants get a judge to come in and help them out. Carrie Ann is Kelly's judge. And she is the right judge for Kelly. Mm-hmm. And she's so. a good teacher for Kelly, I think, in the package when they show her. Yeah, I think so, too. I feel like she did a good job of, like, 
put like I don't know breaking it down in a way that helped Kelly. Mm-hmm. She dances in Argentine tango, mm-hmm. and this showed real growth, but she still lacks a certain steadiness and finesse. She's not a natural dancer. Mm-hmm. It There are times when it still looks like work to her. Like, even though she's doing so well out there, this one was packed with so much content. I loved the choreography of this one. I thought it was just a beautiful dance, um, choreography-wise. But, like, there were times where you could tell, like, Lumi was kind of having to push her along and things like that so just it doesn't quite flow out of her the way it does the other two contestants but like i don't care she looked so good out there the shapes that she was she was making were excellent the lines she was creating were excellent i loved the dance i feel like i'm grading this one a little bit on a curve because i look at it and see she came a long way but for me it's funny you say you liked the choreography because I found it just a little bit boring, a little bit, just a hair passionless. But like, is, that I, choreogra- I, is that choreography or is that performance? Well, the the performance, I guess, was passionless, but, like, the choreography I thought was just a little boring. I liked it. I liked a lot of the footwork that they did. I liked some of the, I don't know, I just liked it. I liked the close hold that they were in for a lot of it. I mm-hmm. mean, I can agree that, like, maybe it didn't have, like the slink and some of the like qualities that make a good Argentine tango, but it was so if like, it wasn't that different, but like, it was so different than what we normally see that I appreciated it. And I I did Mm -hmm. think it was full of a lot of content and good steps and the funky leg work that we see and things like that. So. Well, the judges definitely thought it was an improvement for her. She scored 26 out of 30 and 8 from Bruno and two nines otherwise. Then... Len makes the point in this dance of saying that she epitomizes what the show is about. And he talks about how, like, she truly came in with absolutely no dance experience. And I just think that is worth highlighting right now. Indeed. Speaking of Len, who else but Len could be the judge for Maya and Dimitri? Mm -hmm. I was surprised that Len's focus, at least as they showed in the package, Len spent a lot of time saying, you need more passion, you need more fire. She needed more of that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, what have been her like, fiery, passionate dances. What have we seen from her? I just think she embodies the character that she does every time. So Len kind of saying, oh, you need to really embody the character of the Paso. And I'm like, she isn't? Okay, that's fair. Because that's been one of my favorite things about her, is her movements and her performance reflect the style of the dance, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's always felt legit. Yeah, that is true. This song should not work for a pasta dough play. When it started, I was so mad that I was like, is production going to cost Maya the win? And then somehow she makes it work because she can do anything. That opening pose. Derek is shaking. It was so 
good. And just the way it started, I was like, let's go. Is this going to be annoying audio for me to edit out? <laughs> yes. Probably. <laughs> like, I loved we, it. I loved we everything were rocky. It. it was a paso. Shouldn't have worked. It was. There were impressive, impossible, inventive moves that they were doing. Mm-hmm. It was jam-packed to the gills. She has such poise. Her posture is incredible. She is one of my all-time favorites. She is on the Mount Rushmore four times. When did we do a new Mount Rushmore? Did we just do one? Yeah, we do it after 12. Oh, after 12, duh, 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 multiples of four. I was like, God, who would be on my Mount Rushmore? And there's... Kelly, Abby. Yeah, like, we both have somebody that will not leave. That yeah. said, you have been known to shock before. <laughs> yeah, Stacy wasn't on my first one, right? Right. Since Cloris appeared on a package with Maya, can Cloris appear again? <laughs> I think now, so. now that she's a dance judge. <laughs> I think so. I absolutely love this pasta dub. Like, I agree with you. It was so packed with content. I thought it was fast. She had such good aggression and precision in her movements. It's... It, she is just so, so good at everything she does. I hate to say that this is only my second favorite finale paso of all time. I know. but I wondered. But, I mean, it's so good. She is so good. It's unfair to judge it against one of the greatest dances I've ever seen on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. And if this had been traditional music, maybe I might have been like, wow, this rifles it. But I know I was like wondering, but because like Mario and Karina's um theirs felt so much more like traditional paso, yes. whereas this didn't feel as traditional, which I mean obviously the dancing is part of that, but then the styling is part of that too. Well, so I, like it really does feel like an apple and an orange. To, and so it's like if you put them in exactly traditional and you change the music, like does it rival it or does it always just remain an apple and an orange? Well, I think this is a case I'm gonna quote my hero, Stephen Sondheim, when I say uh-huh. content dictates form. And I think Dimitri took the music and said, well, this means we're going to choreograph based on this song and choreograph something that fits with it. I think if they had traditional music, he would have done a different pasta do play. Mm-hmm. So it's not even worth entertaining what would Maya look like in a traditional paso. Mm-hmm. Be, or... If it was traditional possum music, would I like it more? Because yeah. I think it would be a completely different dance. That's true. That's incredibly true. But you know Maya could do it. Mm-hmm. Oh! <laughs> she's so good. She gets forked. Obviously, it's a 30. Mm-hmm. There's one judge left, so it must be Bruno... Which I vaguely was ready to roll my eyes at. But then Bruno came in to Donnie and 
wasn't immediately hitting on him or doing weird yes, things. Yes. Bruno came in and was like, I don't have a lot of time. Let's teach you. Here yeah, we go. We're getting right to work. And I was like, oh, Bruno can do that. <laughs> I think we need more packages like this of the judges doing this because they are so good at it. Honestly, yeah. these three packages were the best of the season. Yeah. Because they felt so informative, they were correctly paired to their partner to their celebrities. They were so informative. It it seemed like really good. And the judges all take such different approaches with everything mm-hmm. too. And like it is fun to see, you know, Len just quickly insert himself and grab Dimitri and do the hold and do the like. It's fun to see them in that mm-hmm. element. And like, and for Carrie and Bruno, who so often seem weepy and dopey, yep, to see them be good teachers and show why they deserve to be judges on this show is so good. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. Is Donnie peaking at the right time? Yeah, he is. You're not... I'm nervous for this, because I don't think you're going to like any of the things that I'm going to have to say. Because, like, okay, I need to say this incredibly clearly. I need you to open your eyes and look at me as I I can't. I can't do that for you, and you know that, but you can say what you need to say. I would really appreciate it if you would open your eyes and look at me. Maya is the robbed goddess... Of Dancing with the Stars. But she's not robbed in the finale. She I, is. I, I, she I, is, I, but she isn't. And we're gonna have to, it's, I can't talk about it quite yet. She is, I know, but she isn't. I know, because there's something we have to talk about. Yes. I, I, I know. But yeah. also, so, but it's like, unfair. So I, no, oh my god. So I just needed you to hear me say that, because I'm on your team. I am on your side, but I also just have to say, I have to talk about the content we were given in this episode. And so, yes, Donnie is peaking at the right time. Donnie is doing all of the things needed, and he has the added benefit of just an absolute stumble the week before. So then you have the refreshness of, oh, there's Donnie. And in this, like, good hips out of him, you know, good posture out of him. He was having fun out there. Like, this is a good dance from him. Whereas if he would have maybe performed to the caliber we're used to last week, I would maybe go, yeah, it was fine. It was another Donnie dance. But, like, you have this air of, like, oh, you know, there's Donnie. For me, this cha-cha is not my cup of tea because his style is clean family fun and i just wanted a little bit more down and dirty not raunch in the cha-cha but yeah really he he had a real looseness to it which i think also kind of goes with what you're saying where i think if maybe he wouldn't have tried to go for like the laid-back looseness of it and maybe he was a bit more intentional with some of the movements it would have had a little bit more of that whatever passion to it yeah. Like, it was decent Latin, but he always just seems like a dorky showman to me. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Clearly, 
he's been in the industry for how long mm -hmm. that's his brand people respond to it people respond to him I have found him charming throughout the season. Yep. But in the dances, that doesn't do it for me. I just think he and I were never going to get on the same page. And that's the next round. Uh, that's two rounds from now. So yeah. we'll... It just... It, like, I I can see what's good in this dance, but it wasn't for me that's fine that's completely fine it scores a 27 gets straight nine straight nines across the board and i think that's fine score mm -hmm. round two sees a brand new round or or challenge yeah. type this is the mega mix all three couples will be dancing the same choreography as they do three different styles of dance back to back so we can judge them against one another mm -hmm. katie as a concept do you like this i did i did i think my biggest critique is perhaps doing three different dance styles was a little bit much because it just felt like the the content of each style was so quick that it didn't particularly feel memorable, but I loved having the three of them out there at the exact same time doing the exact same movement, because not to spoil the actual dance, but, like, I went into it going, oh, Maya will be heads and shoulders above the rest. And the way that it played out, she didn't stick out quite as much as I thought she would. So I think it kind of, it benefited two contestants while maybe working against her in a sense interesting i don't think it really hurt her mm -hmm. i i liked this in concept i don't know if i loved the execution and it was exactly the same reason i think the only one that it felt like we got a lot of content from was the samba because the viennese felt like it was over before it began mm -hmm. and the jive in some ways was too similar I think it might have helped. Too similar to the Samba. Yeah. Yep. I think it might have helped if they had stopped. Like, we finish a style, the audience applauds, and then we launch into the next style. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can board Like, that. do a break between the dances. Yeah. Because as is, I feel like the Viennese suffered because it was the intro dance, mm -hmm. and therefore, because it's the intro, they didn't launch right into Viennese. Yeah. So lengthen that a little, then stop, then do your next dance, then stop, then do your next dance, then it's over. Okay. I think that might have helped. But, I, I mean, I loved that they all did the same choreography. Yes. We saw former pro Nick Kosovich. So that was fun. And it was, it was nice to see, like, him encouraging Kelly. It was nice to see a different side to him. So I do, I've liked it. I think I like the concept of it. Yeah. I also didn't mind the fact that this round was ranked choice. This round Correct. deserved to be ranked choice. For this round. Yes. It, it, it 
it did kind of hurt, though, because obviously there's third, second, and first. And Kelly knew she was going to come in third, but that didn't make it easier to watch her accept getting third. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, she did get, like, in the jive, I she was off in the timing, you know? Okay, so, like, I, I, I didn't... do think she was a deserved third. Okay, I didn't quite see that because I personally would have switched Kelly and Donnie, but I'll explain why in a moment. Do you want to do quick hits on each of the styles? Sure. And then, uh, so the Viennese, I thought it, I thought Maya was dead on everything. Mm-hmm. And they all had such stylistic differences in the way they were dancing. They were doing the same choreography, but one person might kind of flow their arm up, one person out. Mm-hmm. It, it Like, it didn't have to be clean, and clearly they were not taught, oh, we want this to be clean like a team dance. So it was so much fun to see how they were interpreting the same music and the same choreography. I thought the Viennese looked very pretty out there. Maya seemed to extend the most to me. Everyone looked good. I thought Donnie and Kim were invading Maya's space a little bit, which was probably smart on their end. And it made Kelly feel way further away from everyone else um so the spacing you know maybe wasn't great but the viennese i thought they all looked good out there onto the samba i thought maya looked the best out there looked way better than kelly i barely looked at donnie this was the one where i was like god that was so quick like i just don't even feel like i really got to take much in of it that was me on the viennese uh Mm -hmm. i thought that Kelly wasn't benefiting from being next to Kim, but she was doing a pretty good job of keeping up, and it she didn't make the gap feel as wide as it might have. Mm-hmm. Then the jive... As the jive ended, I realized I never watched Donnie. I literally only watched the three women. Mm-hmm. And that's why I would have switched Donnie and Kelly because I didn't watch him because he never drew my eye. I would say the same where I did kind of forget to watch him at times and I don't know if it was just because the women were like more excited about or what but like I would I would be like oh crap I didn't watch Donnie. Um, You know us we're always more excited about the women. Of course. So I thought Kelly got off timing wise Donnie needed more energy in his feet but they they all did look good the jive content in the end kelly comes in third with 26 points donnie gets 28 points and maya gets 30 katie it is time for the all-important freestyle round and we lead off with an all-important disco freestyle for your girl once again your girl of the season is doing disco Will you be okay? <laughs> I just, like, I don't know what I did in a past life <laughs> to have this happen time and time again. Like, it's so infuriating to watch it happen again. It just is. I don't even care. And, like, sure, maybe it suited her a little bit better. Sure, maybe, like, it, you know, whatever. But, like, why? Why disco? The freestyles are about highlighting 
your partner. Do you think anybody about... could ever do a good disco freestyle? I mean, maybe Donnie could have because he was like alive in that era. Sure. <laughs> but like, I don't. Why? Why is Kelly freaking Osborne doing disco? Because the song makes sense. Then pick a different song. As is, I do think it's, like, the disco looked fine on her. Like, whatever. She did it fine. The lifts were not good. I didn't think it was an okay representation of her because she was having so much fun out there. But, like, it was kind of a hot mess, you know? I mean, yeah. There are clear mistakes. There are clear mistakes. But isn't it kind of representative that exactly. she, was, she was out there having so much fun and it wasn't the cleanest dance, but it was fun to watch and mm-hmm. she'll never be the best dancer. But I watched it and I thought, wow, I'm enjoying this and I'm glad she's having the time of her life. Because, because she, she was. was beaming. Yes. Yes. Even I when they were messing agree. up, she and Louie were so together that they just kind of, like, laughed it off and then kept going. Yep. Yep. Completely agree. Like, she... It, some people might be devastated if they screw up their freestyle. She just looked like, you know what? I'm here. Or for the course. Yep. Like, I didn't expect to be here. Let's go. She just was having fun. She just let go of everything and just had fun out there. It's why we love her. Exactly. You get up. She scores a 24 with straight eights from the judges. And then we have another freestyle performed by Maya and Dimitri. So in the package, Maya talks about that she wants to take a risk. She wants to do a Vegas-inspired freestyle of some kind. Mm-hmm. Dimitri says the risk he wants to take is to do Broadway and to do You Can't Stop the Beat from Hairspray. Maya says she thinks that feels safe. In the end, she goes with Dimitri's plan. Was that the safe choice? Yes. Would it have been a risk to do a Vegas-inspired freestyle, whatever that means? No. I agree. I don't know why both of them are talking about these big risky choices that didn't feel risky. Yeah. I think I need to talk about this first. I don't think I can listen to you first. Well, I think you'll agree with everything that I say. I, feel I know, like but I... I but Katie, that's not what it's about. Okay, fine. You, go first. you know, I just I don't understand what this one was going for. Like, I I didn't see what, it like, it was fun, it had a lot of dance in it, like, there was a lot of dance, but it didn't feel cohesive, it didn't feel coherent, and it just never exploded, because it was just, here's a lot of dance, but what is it? Mm -hmm. We never got to the fireworks factory. Mm-hmm. So it both like played to her strength of here's her doing all these dances, but when it's the freestyle, you have to do something new. You have to deliver. And they what did they deliver? 
They just did a good, competent Maya dance. Mm-hmm. And that's not what you want from the freestyle. This isn't the reason they lose, but it's a big factor. Why am I about to cry over the fact that Maya loses? Because you're clearly doing really well today. Oh, wow. Okay, he really is about to start really crying. Okay, so I think a big problem also is like, you can't stop the beat is a giant group number. And so then to have just the two of them out there doing it, it's like, well, of course this isn't fireworks because it's meant to be, you know, 20 people out here. It's not meant to be a two-person dance. And so I think doing Broadway in concept, sure, it can work for her. Let's show her off as the leading lady. Let's show how good she is. But you're completely right. It never takes off. It never explodes. Like, it's, it's, once you talked about like it not having cohesion, I was like, oh my God, you're right. It really didn't because it was just a lot of like, I'm going to reenact the dance almost. And I'm just going to do a lot of these dance moves, but it never felt like it like told a story or flowed from beginning to end. And I do think it's what cost them the, the win. I do. I think this was, it's not stumbling in the freestyle, but it almost is. It's dropping the cor- It's dropping the ball on the freestyle. And doing well, but not well enough. Yeah. Because it just, where was the sparks? Where was the energy? Where, and especially when you have, like, Maya. There's so much he could have done with her. And then the other issue also, so her, she sees a score of straight nines with 27. All of the judges basically say what Chris and I said, which is like, it just didn't explode. It just, and again, like the freestyles are meant to highlight the contestant. to your strength. And it does. And if your contestant is saying, I want to do Vegas. You say, okay, cool, I guess we're doing Vegas. You don't say, oh, I was thinking Broadway. But I, I, there's part of me that thinks Dimitri maybe saw, okay, that means you want to go for gimmicks and things and your strength has always been dancing. So I'm going to do a freestyle that is just look how much dance she can do, Uh which I, I get, but when you've been delivering that the whole time, you need something like you need an incredible lift at the end or series of lifts. You need a something to be, this isn't just what we've done all season. Mm -hmm. Cause like you look at their Paso where they're doing these wild, like she's slinking around his legs and like immediately spinning into something new and all it. Like when you're doing that, You can't then do that in the freestyle round and think it's going to set apart. Yeah. So then Donnie and Kim. It's all it's all nines. It's twenty seven. Oh, we said that. that. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then Donnie and Kim also do a Broadway esque freestyle. And they do it the right way where you're not doing a direct comparison to a show, in my opinion. Well, they also go for a very different Broadway kind of feel that they go for. I mean, they're playing to Donnie's strength of being a showman. There's a lot of messing about at the beginning. (laughs) 
Like it's so much. But I didn't less... mind it, and it's the it's the freestyle, so I didn't care as much. Sorry, I know, I but I'm I, I'm way. well. No, sorry, I'm gonna sorry, I'm sorry, gonna sorry. spoil my beliefs of this one. This is overscored. This isn't a thirty. I don't know if I agree. With like that. yeah, Donnie does what he does well, but there just isn't enough in it. Like it, he plays to his strengths. He does. It is fun to watch, but it's not a thirty. I feel like I disagree, but like, I don't they focus. They, they focus you're not wrong because, like, was there like content in dancing? Like, okay, yeah, maybe not like a ton, but it is the freestyle where I can for. Yes, I give lack of content in a way. Yes, yeah. and and I know that it's where they focus what the content they're doing is, and they focused in the right place. They played to yeah. his strengths. Like, they did everything right. I was just like, okay, great. I I wasn't like, wow, this is everything. And maybe it's my Donnie bias. And you know what? I am okay with that. It's overscored. Yeah. That is fine. That is completely fine that those are your feelings. I hear you, and I see you, and I love you, and I like you. What? Okay, can we play... Can can we play a hypothetical that obviously hypotheticals never matter, but we'll do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. If Donnie yeah, goes bef- if Donnie goes before Maya, mm-hmm. does it get a thirty still? Because we've just been disappointed by not getting the showstopper from Maya we wanted, and then here comes Donnie, and we're like, "Wow, it's a showstopper!" If Donnie comes first, does does it still get a third? I think he sees a nine. I think he sees a nine. I'm trying to think. So, like, we had Kelly's. So you would go from Kelly's disco into his Broadway. You're up on the stairs. You come down. You're doing a little bit of this. You're doing a little bit of that. You're doing a little bit of blah. You're doing a little bit of boom. I, th- I, I think Len or Bruno throws up a nine. If he goes before, but then, of, then of course that opens the hypothetical can of worms. Maya goes after it, and does she get scored lower in comparison? She absolutely so, would. Yeah, yeah. So as is, it's a thirty straight tens. We end the night. Well, Maya, so it's oh yeah, Maya with eighty-seven, Donnie with eighty-five, Kelly at seventy-six. So I think Kelly enters in the last round with the writing on the wall where like, even if, okay, also, I guess I should have said this a little bit better. So in the final round, we make the bizarre choice of scoring it in the same fashion of the mega mix, which completely threw me off. I watched the pa- I watched the like scoring like five times because I was like, oh, did they put the mega mix um scoring onto the end of this video? Why are we doing this right now? And I I just I truly don't understand the thought process behind it. I don't get the ranking system. I it's, don't understand why we couldn't have just given up scores for these dances. It's also demoralizing more than Kelly coming in third in the mega mix. This is demoralizing when she gets such great reviews from the judges. Yeah. She hears all these things and then is told, and you're in third place. She just looks so sad. 
Yeah, I completely agree. It's it's unfair. Um, they they shouldn't have done ranked choice for these because they're also apples to oranges. They're all doing such different styles. Completely like, agree. Yeah, it's so wrong. It's it's so wrong. Yeah, I I really don't get it at all. And so, uh, uh, to to your point, I will say I think Kelly enters the finale shocked that she's there, knowing. America has gotten us through, and if we can get high enough scores, which isn't necessarily likely, but if yeah. we can get high enough scores, maybe America can get us through, but we'll see. Yeah. So I don't I don't think she was ever necessarily like, I'm really going to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she leads off the final round with a Viennese waltz. I cried. It is. I cried. I cried so hard. To end the season the way she started it, to but end better, it with, but better, but better, with this dance, how happy she looked out there, how joy filled she looked out there. Just Louis is crying, she is crying. The package is so beautiful because it's talking about her journey. She talks about how hard it was to start off and just be looking in the mirror as she's sweating and now she looks in the mirror and the first thing she sees is all the things that's right with her and not all of the things that's wrong with her and she turns to Louie and she says thank you for helping me like become the woman I am today and it is just an absolutely poetic way to send her off into the sunset I mean how can you, you deny her story better how can you deny her you can't. And then she goes out there and she just looks stunning. She is gorgeous. The rise and fall, the fluidity of it all. I mean, the crowd erupts into chants of Kelly over Len Goodman's commentary. And it it's just beautiful. It is such a beautiful moment for the princess of the ballroom. And the judges are so lovely in talking to her because they're just like, look at who you are and look at who you've been here. Continue this journey because she's like, she's just a kid. Like somebody like Donnie and Maya, they are, they've been in this realm for a long time. Like they, they kind of know who they are and how to be. And Kelly is a child and this experience i think i mean considering that she has kind of kept a like connection to the show and has talked about how meaningful it's been it was to her like this clearly was a life-changing experience for her okay you're perfectly setting me up so i'm gonna go on a quick tangent in this um episode they also had like a package of like who's gonna join or a teaser of who's gonna join the losers club oh you know we're showing all of these former contestants who've done so poorly on the show the fact that like jerry rice comes on and does a dance with michael irvin they say that we're gonna have a new routine from like cloris leachman mike Wazowski, like all of those people like it it is so clear at this point in time how much the contestants really do love the show and it was so 
lovely to have that reminder in the midst of a season that we're both a little lackluster on to just go like, God, look at how, I mean, the fact that these people are continuing to come back, like, okay, sure, like, it's Cloris Leachman, how busy is her schedule? But, like, still, it doesn't matter, like, the fact that they want to come back, like, it does feel as though Dancing with the Stars just creates this home that Mm -hmm. clearly touches everyone who goes through there, and, like, I, it just, it's just plastic, but it means so much! And... I will say, I think it's easier when you're a younger reality show, when you have less seasons, that Uh you've been on this journey, you've become part of a club that so few people have been in, but Uh uh, when when there's that little, I mean, obviously even, say, in season 31, like, getting this late in Dancing with the Stars' Reign, it still is a meaningful journey to those who go on it. But it's not necessarily the family that it once was because it's just a smaller club. It's sort of like how now that there have been 43, 42, so many, yeah, 43 seasons of Survivor. It's not the, like, small, exclusive family that it used to be. Right, right. And for for better or for worse. and, And that's okay, like, that's totally fine, but it just takes on a different feeling once you become an alumni, as opposed to those early seasons where you see, say, all-stars of Survivor, and it's like, that season is brutal, because here's this family of people who became friends because they were one of only, like, 60-some people who had ever played this game. Right, And right. then... Actually, it's more than 60. It's probably more like 90. But here's this this club, and then they became friends, and they all start betraying each other for a million dollars, and it's brutal. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it was this, this club, and now it's just like, oh, well, here are all these people I don't even remember anymore. Yep. Yep. And I think the show does such a good job at this point, too, of really, mm-hmm. like, inviting them back, of, like, of yes. recognizing that we do have such a... a great you know rapport with everyone that we can bring Cloris Leachman in to talk to Maya and Dimitri like and it doesn't make sense but it makes sense and it's the fact that Nick is back to choreograph yes like they just do such a good job of keeping that scene like that is why you and I love this show is that Mm -hmm. feeling of family and like I just, it was so sweet and I needed to, I needed to talk about another podcast because it was just so nice and lovely to see. And like the way that they do dance center, the way that they bring these people back, like it, I, it is a good show people. And and they show all these former contestants in the ballroom all the time. And it's like, why go? I mean, I'm sure they got invited, but the fact that dancing with the stars is like, hi, we want you to be here. Uh huh. And they'll drop everything to do it. Yep. And so, how many years later did Kelly Osborne record a farewell message to Len? And like she didn't need to do that, but she did. Uh-huh. We just love it, okay? We just love it so much. This dance should have seen Kelly get a 30. I know. She's wrong. <laughs> And instead, it gets a freaking third place 26, where my baby girl looks so sad. She ends at 102 out of 120 points. 
we, I think we said what we yeah, need to oh, say yeah. about Kelly Osborne. Yeah. It just truly what what a journey. And I love, even though she's in third, even though her body of work of dances on the show is really not that great, I love her, like, um, reputation on the show. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love Kelly Because Austin. her attitude was right the whole time. Yep. Then the second place finisher dances a jive. Maya and Dimitri were the best things for each other, but also Dimitri might have been the worst thing for her. Yeah. And yeah. I can't tell. But, I mean, this jive is great. She just, what is there to say? Anything is hers. Anything. She's so good. The precision in her legs is un- un- unbelievable. It's undeniable. She is a showman, always on the money. She is just so, so, so good and she gets fucked over yeah it's that important that i say that word because this ranking system means she gets 28 instead of the 30 she should have so she loses her point advantage she goes into the end tied with donnie and you know how that's going to end which is wrong it's wrong but you knew how it was going to end because america is racist yeah Nailed it on the head and won. Like, we have eight more seasons to go before we get a black female winner. Yeah. Yeah. And she should have been the first. Mm-hmm. Well, she could have been the second. She maybe should have been the second, but she <laughs> definitely should have been a winner. The first. Yeah, she should have won. I mean, it, it really, just looking at everything she did out there, it is, it is, it would be the same as Christy Yamaguchi not walking away with the mirror ball. Like, yeah. it's, it is the equivalent. There is no denying yeah. that. Like, there is no world in which, the, it's, it's unbelievable she does not win. It, like, as I think about my Mount Rushmore of all seasons I've ever watched, I could name three people for sure that have a spot on my Mount Rushmore. And she's easily one of them. Yeah. Like, she doesn't lose her spot. Who else would she, you put up there right now? Mario and Meryl. Yep. It's three M's. Throw up Mel. You've got an all. all I mean, M's honestly, I'd have to think about who a fourth person would be. Yeah. Because there's so many seasons and there's a lot we haven't seen yet. For sure. Or, for sure. And, for sure. It, it, like, but I know those three are like guaranteed a spot. I cannot take their spots away. Yeah, it's funny because it's like they're all so good too. Like they're all just like technically, it's you definitely. Wow, Chris has a type. Are we shocked? I mean, I will say part of my brain goes to Sean in All Stars. Yeah, it might be the fourth spot. I could see that. And that, therefore, Chris has a type. <laughs> yep, correct. She doesn't win. And it's unfair, because Donnie's final dance, his Argentine tango, I mean, it's it's really good. But how do you compare those against each other and say, like, oh, this is where, like... 
I it's know. Just, an Argentine versus a jive. I don't know how you... I, I really don't know how you and, make that decision And, like, there. he had the best final he could have had. And yeah. it's so... It's all so wrong. And I just can't... <sighs> okay, so Johnny does an Argentine. Chris has thrown his notebook. He is, he is over it. So Johnny and Kim do an Argentine. He had good frame and posture. He did it very well. I think it was smart to showcase that side of him based upon what we had seen in the first couple of dances. I do really like their connection. I do think they make a good couple out there. Um, I, I think he did a good job. I did the producers do did the producers do ranked choice to benefit Donnie? It, Are the producers racist? Probably. I love that I'm just banging that it must be race that causes her to lose. Yeah. But also like I mean, how long did we have to suffer through Tom Delay this season because people kept voting for him? So Dancing with the Stars has an audience. That we're going to get Bristol Palin to the finals soon. So Dancing so, with the Stars has an audience. Has an audience. So as it is, Donnie walks away with the mirror ball held high. He shouldn't. I don't know he if shouldn't. you watched it, but it was kind of sweet how he like immediately uh, ran over. Of course I watched it. And okay. like, sure, he brings his wife. He brings yeah. over Marie. He goes and hugs Maya. Before like, even holding up yeah. the trophy, which I appreciate. Because Tom is literally like, and now I'm going to present you with the trophy. And Donnie runs over to Maya. Like, I, I appreciated all of that. I'm happy for Kim. But yeah. it is not the right Kim, choice. Kim has a good, Kim has a very good season. Yeah. Kim does a, a really good season. job with him. But Donnie shouldn't win. No. Donnie should have come in second, and that would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. And now we wash our hands of season nine. And we do have to say farewell to an important member of the Dancing with the Stars family. Yes. This was Samantha Harris's final episode. She says, we can't wait to see you in the spring, and then she doesn't come back. Yep. I think she... Did she... Do we know? Like, did she want to leave, or was she fired? I believe it, I believe she left. Um, and didn't okay. she kind of say that when we talked to her? That's how it seemed. That was the vibe I got. Because I, I thought she just wanted to refocus on other things. Family. Yeah, both yeah. family and... Oh, yeah. She... I'm looking this up. Uh, on January 28th, 2010, she announced she was leaving because she was focusing on her correspondent duties at the Insider and Entertainment Tonight. Yep. Yep. I think she did a great job on the show. Mm-hmm. I think she had a lot of fun on the show. Um, there were times, like, even in the finale, where, you know, she's talking to the contestants as they're about to get their rankings, and Kelly's like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I might have to stalk Louie. And then 
<laughs> Samantha just goes, there's always that. And Maya, da 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 And we are like, that was such an odd response. And, like, I can't tell if she's being funny or if she just, like, didn't know what to say. But I, I really did She knew that Samantha she had a limited amount of time and needed to talk to everybody. Yep. Like, uh, yep. she could be really fun. She could keep things moving. She would ask, like, it, we have learned this job, the backstage interview job, is not easy. Yep. Because you kind of have a limited range of questions you can ask. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to make fun of the next person because we're just going to get a lot of how do you feel. But How do you feel? How did that make you feel? And then we're going to make fun of the next person after that because she injects too much personality. Uh, Maxie! Maxie! (laughs) Okay, but, so how how would you rank? I because I, I don't know if I would put Samantha or Aaron as like the best. I would put Samantha as the best, and maybe it's just because she's classic. Yeah, but that's I, what I'm. I'm like, but, but I think Aaron she is, is a she is a good rapport with Tom. She's yes. like not too much. She kind of allows other people to be the focus and the the personality and the star, she often lets them kind of be silly and make the jokes. Um, and, and I like that. I don't know. Samantha is my ideal. Yeah. And as much as I complained about Aaron during the time, I think Aaron is next. That's I think Aaron might be my number one. I liked the personality that Aaron brought to it. I liked that she could be a bit self-deprecating at times. I just liked her sense of humor. But you're right. Like, Samantha is just so classic. Samantha is a great television host. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she's just... She's so good at her job. Um, I will say in reading... Uh, in interview with her about leaving, um, what she told people uh, was, Dancing with the Stars could not have been more of a dream job. I loved every single second of it. I've made lifelong friends on the show. Uh, What Mm -hmm. it comes down to is her uh, duties at the Insider were increasing, uh, all these things, and she was just like, I can't can't take on this workload. Tom, for his part, said as she was leaving uh he he was obviously sad to see her go but quote i've been known to twist try to twist arms behind the scenes i'm hoping this frees her up for us to have her as a contestant oh tommy unfortunately she never did but like samantha was an important part of dancing with the stars honestly i'll be sad to see her go i will be too i will be too but it means Boop, beep, boop, bop. Brooke Bot is coming. Brooke Bot Mountain, baby! Yeah. Like, remember when Brooke had personality? Well, good news, everybody. She's about to be co host. <laughs> I am excited for her to join. I'm excited to get a little bit of my Brooke Bot. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see if it's as bad as we all thought it was. Yeah, I know. I, I am too. But, like, she's still an important part of Dancing with the Stars, and as much as I complain, like, she's our thing to complain about. Exactly. Only we're allowed to. And that makes her special. Like, and I just, like, care about her. I know. <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense, but... 
But it does. I get exactly what you're saying. I understand every word coming out of your mouth. Maya doesn't win. (laughs) I know. Well, if you thought that we were winners, you could leave us a five-star review of any podcatcher podcast listening service you can subscribe you can recommend your friends you can listen to us on any podcast place you can also catch up with us on social media at jmp.pod on instagram jmppod on twitter or at just meaningful plastic on facebook traditionally we take a week or two break before launching into season 10 but i think it's clear we need to wash this taste out of our mouths so we are not taking a break this time we are going breaks (laughs) we weren't on a break (laughs) we were not on a break (laughs) so with you except for the fact that i have multiple times but i would never we've done a lot of those on this podcast (laughs) But I would never take a break on you. Sure, I'll say the same. (laughs) Uh, But we... (laughs) Also, you never sent me pics of that guy. Why are all of my friends going on dates with people and then I say, oh, pics, and then nobody sends me pictures? Only one person did. He sent me pictures of the girl he went on a date with immediately. And everybody else, I've been pulling teeth. Well, okay, for starters, I just don't think his pictures are, like, that great on his profile. And, like, I don't have a picture, like, of him, you know? Okay, then fine. Tell me his name and I'll creep. No. You know I'll do it. I'll take some of his profile and send them to you. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, But so we will talk... 6'5", daddy. (gasps) I would climb him like a tree. You would. Um... So, season 10 will start next week with America's favorite game. What is that game? You'll have to find out next week. So, until then, Katie, I love you and I like you. Chris, I am proud of you for getting through this season. And I hear you and I see you. And please, stay tuned for the local news coming up next where they will report on a robbery at the ballroom (gasps) of Maya. (laughs) Do, 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 do,